Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that it, Jungle Brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for oh, you. Yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 317. Oh, it's happy St. Patrick's Day, dude. Oh. Oh, 317? Yeah, because last week was 316, which is National Stone Cold Day. And then 317 is St. Patrick's Day. So happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Back-to-back episodes where it's acceptable to get hammered. Of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. The longest-running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff, and sitting alongside next to me is my real-life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? Well, I had I must say, I had a great time with you last Friday, going to see Jackass, and then going toy spotting before and after the show. It was kind of some bro hangout time, and... You bought a couple of packs of WWE, or I should say a couple of boxes of WWE cards. We did some toy spotting. We went and saw Jackass Forever. We ate pizza. It was some good bro time. Oh, dude, that pizza was hella good. I like Blaze. Yeah, Blaze isn't too bad. I mean, aside the fact that it's LeBron James chain. Ooh, just kidding. You couldn't have told me that before? (laughs) I didn't want to jade your opinion because the pizza guy... Right, El Presidente, he went and had Blaze. He gave it a zero and threw it on the ground. And that was because of LeBron James being one of the owners. So I didn't want to jade your opinion going in. Oh, that's my bad, dude, because I thought Mod was LeBron's thing. No, it's Blaze. Okay, my bad. Yeah, and El Presidente trashed it. (laughs) Yeah, because he gave it a (laughs) 0.0. Yes, he goes, I'm not going to let my feelings for LeBron James influence my opinion here. He took a bite and he said... Garbage, 0.0 and threw it on the ground. <laughs> Which I'm like, littering. You're all running to grab the pizza like, oh no, it's pizza okay. <laughs> 15 second rule. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was hella fun, dude. Like the total nostalgia of ripping open cards last Friday was hella fun, dude. We haven't done that in so long. Like literally the last time you and I sat down and opened packs, ugh, I'm thinking the late 90s when I was way into the hockey cards, that would have been it, right? Yeah, it had to be. So, yeah, it was just, it was a blast, dude. I had a lot of fun. Then we went out to the garage and we managed to scrounge up our old baseball cards. So we were kind of going through those and just kind of taking a little trip down memory lane. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, dude. I loved how you had the cards all laid out by player. Like, it was like Dave Henderson, Kevin Mitchell, Will Clark, Canseco, Mark McGuire, and they were all their cards bunched into one section. I, I was like... This is such a Scott thing to do. Yeah, it was very organized. Let's not forget the should-be Hall of Famer Don Mattingly as well. Yes, and then the pins, too. There were so many pins. I was like, oh, this is so cool. You know, we were, uh, we found those old little sports baseball guys. Like, it was Mattingly. It was Eric Davis. Yeah, oh, it was great, dude. Yeah, no, it was a great time. It was a good time hanging out. We're going to do it again on Saturday. Uh, yep. We're going to go to Toy Safari. We'll go to Taqueria. Maybe I'll go to the third best Taqueria. Okay, I haven't been to this taqueria in a long time, 
I went there when I first moved to Alameda and it was good, but like, I still love the one in San Leandro. That's my favorite taqueria. And you've been there before to that San Leandro one, but I haven't been back to this one in over, dude, I would say 10, 11 years, 12 years. Okay. It's going to be like, I'm going to be reintroduced to it again. So yeah, we'll be uh, heading to that one. Okay. So it's to be determined what place this taqueria falls in, in your hierarchy. Yes. Are you getting the California burrito? Probably. Okay, so that's basically what they're known for. Perfect. Perfect. And then uh, we'll review it next week. (laughs) Yes, we have to give it an El Presidente score, too. Exactly. If anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Opposable, Instagram, Fully Opposable, WFP. If you want to go back and listen to any of our past podcasts, head on over to Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio and Spotify. Please rate and review on iTunes. The other thing you can do is just do a Google search. It's the easiest thing you can do. Just go onto Google, type in Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast, and it'll have all the episodes right there. You can also just tell Alexa to play us. Yeah, you can, if you're cooking dinner, just tell Alexa, hey, play Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast, and she'll do that. I would say it right now, but then Alexa would actually go into action and start doing that, so... I don't want her interrupting the show. Uh, do that, dude. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, hold on. Hey, Alexa, play Fully Posable Podcast. Getting drunk wrestling history from Spotify. Okay, what? that's embarrassing. Just so you know, while you're listening, you can ask me to fast forward or rewind at any <laughs> amount of time. Like now for your podcast. Oh, no. Tell Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. <laughs> How okay? <laughs> you heard that, right? Did you program her to say drunk wrestling history? I gotta stop pouring blackened whiskey on my Alexa. <laughs> She's hammered, dude. That is hilarious and embarrassing all at the same time. Yeah, I don't know how to take that. This may hit the cutting room floor. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how you feel when you hit the editing process. You can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to fully opposable WFP at gmail.com. Scott, a couple things about ring skirts. First off, the question that he sent over last week regarding the LJNs. Yes, where we missed one. It it was a huge hit. Oh, really? I got so many messages, people saying, I was yelling Jesse Ventura at my recording device, or my not my recording <laughs> device, my phone my, in my car. Which is exactly what you had said. There are people literally yelling at their radios right now. Keith Brockus said that he was yelling at us to say Jesse Ventura. And I said, did you get all 11? And he goes, I missed out back Jack. Ah, I see. That was a lot of fun, dude. And that was a huge hit. That question. You know what it felt like is when you go on a game show and it's really hard to come up with answers. Right. But when you're sitting at home in front of your TV, you're just like, oh, I've got this. It's like this, right? Like, why isn't the person saying this? When you're on the spot, it's a little bit different. Just saying. So thank you to everybody that reached out. That game was a lot of fun. I messaged him earlier in the morning and I said, I was like, dude, that question was a lot of fun. He goes, How, what did you get? And I was like, well, Scott and I got up to eight, but then we had to turn into a tag team and start working together. Yeah, the and Mega goes, Powers exploded first. Yes. And then they became a tag team after. And he goes, no, 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 no. I wanted a blood feud. (laughs) He goes, I wanted a blood feud. I was like, no, dude, this is like the opposite of Owen and Brett, you know? And the other funny part was Celeste was in her car 
And she goes, you idiots, stop thinking hats. Think bandana because that was in his question too. He goes, it could be a bandana or it could be something like that. He actually said that in his audio too. Oh, and I missed it. And when I heard bandana, I started thinking SD Jones. And then I was like, yeah, but that didn't cover his whole head. No, that was just a um, uh, like a headband type deal. Yes, it was like a headband, exactly. But that was fun. I had a lot of fun with that question. And uh, by the way, speaking of ring skirts, he found you a figure? Yes. Uh, ring skirts was kind enough to go along with the fist life, and he found <laughs> me Fisto. Nice. So I would like to thank ring skirts for the Fisto figure. <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah, so now- no, it's, it's awesome. That's it. Now I'm closing that chapter of my Motu collection. It's done. I will not be adding any more chapters. We will not be adding Battle Cat. Okay, unless Battle Cat's drop to like $11 again. Uh, yeah, we missed out on that boat, dude. Well, remember, we went to Target the other night and we found Battle Cat there. Or maybe it was Walmart. I, one of the two places had him and I was like, see, dude, look, he's like 40 bucks. Like, marked down to $11 is just insane. Yeah, I should have asked Dylan if he would be, wouldn't mind scooping it up. I should have grabbed that. Yeah, no big deal. But definitely if it happens again, if anybody finds Battle Cat from the Revelation show for $11, please let me know. I will PayPal immediately. PayPal ready? PayPal ready. Also, I want to give a happy birthday to Ethan this past week. Ethan's celebrating his birthday past week. So we wanted to give him a quick little uh, happy birthday, man. Yeah, I hope it was great, Ethan. I mean, literally one of the nicest dudes you could ever hope to meet. Love, Ethan. And Ethan, we hope you had an amazing birthday. He was posting pictures on Facebook of a party he was having. And he said, everybody in the pictures threw up. (laughs) And I said, you know what, dude? You did your birthday right. That's like Marty McFly looking at the picture and everybody was disappearing. (laughs) Is it like that? Disappearing to the bathroom to vomit. (laughs) Uh, so anyways, I want to wish Ethan a happy birthday. Do going back to the ring skirts, finding the revelation figure for you. By the way, did you see Chad horror movie barbecue found the scare glow? Oh man. Yeah. He posted pictures of stink and scare glow on uh, Facebook today. And I was like, Oh dude, if I find a scare glow, he's coming home. I know I've closed that chapter and I said no more. Well, maybe we'll see if I find scare glow, it's going to be tough. But I have to find, like, I'm not going to be like, hey, somebody go find. It's going to have to be me finding him on the pegs. Well, Scareglow's going for a lot of money, too. He is. It's an insane amount. I actually saw him, I think, for like 130 bucks at one point on Amazon. It was from a reseller. Yeah. And definitely that's, I'm not even thinking about something like that. But if I find him for 20 bucks, that's going to be hard to pass that one up. Dude, you could sell it. No, no. Well, don't worry. You won't hit your 600, 1099 thingy. <laughs> but... What you could do is you could sell it and then purchase a loose scare glow for cheaper. Mm, Just plant that seed in your head. We're going to say Fisto's it. Until next series where they come out with a new Tila and then a new Evil Lynn and... Stop. No. Done. Scott, did you, outside of the Fisto, did you get any other figures? Uh, When you came over Friday night, you brought me the Warlord figure, which is just incredible. And you handed it to me in the driveway when you were coming in, because I met you in the driveway. And looking at that Warlord figure, it's amazing, but it's just missing one thing, if I can throw a nitpick out there. Hold on. Let me guess. The Barbarian. Good guess. Mattel, so far, is doing the same exact thing that LJN did to us 
way back in 89. Well, there is going to be two new Legends deals that we're going to talk about in the news, but unfortunately it is not Barbarian. It is not Barbarian. It needs to be Barbarian. And if they do something silly like release him from a singles run before they do him in the Powers of Pain, I may just have to grab my torch and pitchfork and march my happy ass to Mattel because that will be completely unacceptable. No offense to the singles run Barbarian fans out there, but the fact that it's happening all over again, all these years later, it's like a curse, man. Just give us Barbarian to go with Warlord. What do they have against the Powers of Pain? So far, only Jax has gotten it right. So anything else? Oh, that's it. Oh, you gave me the G.I. Joe pins. Yes. Okay. So overall, what is your thought on those? So these are Pinfinity and what a lot of you may or may not know. So what Pinfinity is, is it's a pin, obviously, but what you do is you download an app to your phone or iPod or whatever it may be. And you put it over the pin and it moves. It it comes up with something and it starts playing. They came out with a Penta and Phoenix a long time ago, and they're absolutely amazing. It's called augmented reality. What I did is I had a coupon for them. And what I did is I went on and I purchased Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes for Scott. Unfortunately, they have two others that are, they're, they're vaulted. They're no more. And I missed out on those, but. Roadblock and Roadblock. It was, it was, it was Duke and somebody. I can't remember who the other one is, but overall, what'd you think of them, dude? I love it. It's, it's that nostalgia feel again, because you put your phone over it and I I don't really want to spoil it for anybody, but it plays into their three and three quarter inch original line. And it's awesome. If you were a fan of GI Joe figures growing up, this is really, really cool. And it kind of goes in line with my idea that I had for a virtual reality game where you can walk into the toy store and buy old toys and then take them home and open them up and, you know, play with them or just look at the card backs or whatever. But that's kind of, it kind of goes hand in hand with this. And it's really, really cool. I love it. And Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes are my two favorite Joes easily. So these are awesome, dude. Thank you so much. No problem. Have you uh, used them since? Yeah, I used them actually before you called me tonight. Oh, that's cool. You were You were playing with them? Yeah, and it's got like the G.I. Joe music that goes on while it's doing the augmented reality thing. It's really cool. And so was there anything else? Because what you can do is the closer you get your phone to the, I should say pin, I almost said figure, you can actually examine the card. I hate to spoil it, but when you drag your phone over the pin, it comes up with an augmented reality of an old G.I. Joe card with the three. Yeah, the card back. Yeah. So you can drag your phone over it and you're like examining an old school card. So was there anything else? Like, could you view the back of it? You can turn it over. Yes. Okay. So you can view the front and the back. Okay. And you can view the file card, which is really, really cool. Because that was one of the best things about G.I. Joe's in the 80s was on the back of the figure card. It had their file card that had all their information on it, their name, their history, everything. And they play into that on this augmented reality. It's very cool. Nice, dude. I'm glad you're happy with those, dude. As I yeah, said, I, love I, it. I got the Ray Phoenix and the Penta and I loved them. I got the, and this is just being honest, we're not sponsored by them, but just being honest, I got the Jay and Silent Bob one as well. And those ones were okay. Okay. They were, they were all right. I wish I would have had a coupon to get them, you know, not pay full price, but they're okay. But the Penta and Phoenix were just absolutely amazing. That's all. But look, if you saw Jay and Silent Bob pins, of course you're going to buy them. Like, you're a huge Kevin Smith fan. Right, right. Of course you were bringing those home. Oh, by the way, we didn't mention when we went to Target the other night, 
we talked about the cards that we picked up, but there was a Tristratus variant sitting right there. And I was like, oh, man, do I want the variant? And I was like, oh, I'll just pick up the variant. Yeah, it's a variant because it's Trish as a blow-up doll. Hold on. Tristratus does not have a blow-up doll. It's the elite figure that you're calling the blow-up doll. Yes, it looks like a blow-up doll. Yeah, Tr- Trish does not have a blow-up doll, of course. So, obviously, as I've said in the past, I'm not big on variants, but if I see them, I'll pick them up, I guess. Yeah, if you see it hanging on the peg, of course you're going to grab it. So after that, when you and I went to the card section and we found the WWE cards, there was a Jake Roberts variant sitting right there. It was a Legends figure, and it was on its side. We didn't see who it was at first, and I was like, oh, there's a Legends figure. And you're like, oh, it's Jake, and you picked it up. It was the variant. It was the variant, so I walked out of Target with two variants, dude. Yeah, that's not a bad night at all. Three pa- or three boxes of WWE cards and two variant figures. Not a bad night. So that rounds out the toy spotting section. Scott, we do have a little bit of... Man, we got actually a lot of news. Yeah, a lot of news for a February. Let's get into it. Oh, you gonna learn today. Got starting out in the news, PWmania.com announced that Samu of the Head Shrinkers signed a Legends deal. So Head Shrinkers in play now. Sure. I mean, if they still have Rikishi, which I think that they do. I believe so. We don't know. We don't have the list. Fingers crossed. But yeah, as long as they've got Rikishi under a deal, now they've got Samu, that means that we can get the Head Shrinkers. And also on top of that... Boogeyman signed a deal as well. So more Boogeyman figures. That's great because his existing ones go for quite a bit. Yep. So that'll be nice to get some more kind of on the market, lower those prices a little bit. I mean, no offense to the people that have old Boogeyman figures that are trying to sell them, but it'll be nice to have more Boogeyman figures out there. But man, as Breaker always says, guys have a toyetic look and Boogeyman is certainly one of those. You've got to think Ultimate Edition maybe? Certainly a retro but there's there's going to be a lot of Boogeyman figures coming. And Boogeyman's actually going to be out here in Alameda in, next week? In a couple weeks? You're right. Yes, he is. He's going to be signing autographs out here. Yes, he is. I'm wondering if I should go. Well, if you've got a Boogeyman to get signed, absolutely. Yeah, I do. And JTG's going to be there. And I have a Ruthless Aggression 2-pack of Crime Time that one half of it's signed by Shad, and then the other side is empty. So I could get JTG's autograph as well. Not bad. Wait, Ruthless Aggression or Adrenaline? Uh, It was a two... Oh, sorry. It was Ruthless Aggression Bodies, I guess, but it was Adrenaline, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay, nice. So you already had Shad on there, so now you're going to complete it with JTG. (sighs) Okay, moving along. So Fubi, and I put on here at Medicom underscore toys, so you guys can see the figures. They are making Mr. America and Hulk Machine dolls. It's hard to explain what these are. Dolls. They're dolls. And that's yeah, they a... look like the face on them. It throws me. They look like children's toys. Limited posability. They've made wrestling figures. I shouldn't say figures. They made wrestlers like this way back in the day, like in the early 80s, late 70s, I think. Don't quote me on that. But these are dolls that are only movable at the arms, I think the legs, and I think that's it. But they're making Hulk Machine and Mr. America. They definitely have a market. I've seen them all over Facebook. So 
there are people that are literally like jumping on their phones right now, finding out where to buy those. All right, Scott, we have breaking news. It is New York Toy Fair, not New York Toy Fair, Mattel news. Virtual New York Toy Fair. Basic 130. We don't go over the basics. You guys know that. But I did want to say almost was in this and he looked pretty cool. Yeah. Good for a basic. First basic, first figure looks pretty good. I'm surprised almost wasn't an elite. Yeah. I mean, Shinsuke's first figure was a defining moment. Right. Almost should have at least gotten an elite. Okay. Now let's go over to elites. First off, they're making Stephanie McMahon from 1999. She comes with the women's title and shirts that says SMH, which Shaking I Shaking my head. Was SMH even a thing back in- Stephanie McMahon's Helmsley. But SMH, Shaking My Head, was not a thing. Oh. So today would be Shaking My Head. Back then would be Stephanie McMahon Helmsley, see? Okay, that makes sense. All right. <laughs> Her shirt didn't say OMG <laughs> or WTF. Acronyms weren't even a thing back then, weren't they? LMFAO. <laughs> okay, let's move over to Bret Hart. The regular version will be Bret from 1992 when he went into SummerSlam with the IC title. Sunglasses will be the regular version. Bret Hart from 1991 SummerSlam will be the variant. Also with IC title. And five head. <laughs> That's almost an accessory on that I figure. I know, right? What the hell? They cannot get Brett. It's like, do you even get excited seeing his name on release lists anymore? I do, because I want to see if they fix the face. <laughs> That's the only thing I could say is that the, if they can fix the face, I, I'd be so excited. But You're like a prisoner in a cell marking markings on the wall like with bad breaths right right yeah, what do you have now to like 15 marks on the wall so something like that he looks like uh page's boyfriend uh ronnie radke from falling in reverse i think we bashed bread enough i was so excited about it too anyways british bulldog he will have the cloth union jack cape which is different from his elite i believe that was 39 with sounds the right poly pocket style uh they made mace from what revelations what was the name uh, of that group? Re- uh retribution retribution Revelations. I got. I'm still on the He-Man. You're kick. still sticking with He-Man. I'm still sticking with He-Man. Okay, we're gonna move over to WWE Legends 15. Lex Luger, Wolfpack Lex variant will be Lex in orange. I put in parentheses. Celeste says it looks like Tyson Kidd's face, but roided out. Hmm. I thought that was an interesting take. But okay, we got Lex Luger with orange. I'll take that. Yeah, it's a start. Hoping for the neon green, wanted yes. the hot pink, but that's okay. It's a, a bright start. bright orange is fine. I, I will accept it. And what's funny, Mattel, we know you're listening. Didn't we just do a Who Did It Better Lex? And we were literally jonesing for a neon Lex. Okay, to be fair, dude, they probably had this planned out way back. No, they didn't. They were listening. <laughs> Don't burst my bubble, dude. Sorry to burst your bubble, dude. <laughs> Welcome to having a WWE Legends deal, Stacy Keebler. She'll be coming with the clipboard. It's the WCW era Stacy. Appears like she's coming with two heads, one with the hair up. <laughs> one with the hair up and the other with the hair down. Are you getting that one, Scott? Uh, no, Stacy's a pass for me. Stacy is a pass. Even though No offense, Stacy, if you're listening. Even though it's her first figure with Mattel? Yes. Okay. That's a pass for me. Now, maybe Dudley era Stacy would be considered Mm-hmm. But uh, see, I wasn't really watching WCW when she came in. Yeah, I was. I, I picked sides. <laughs> in hindsight, that was not a good thing. I should have just appreciated wrestling for wrestling. But I was 
total mark. I you were, picked sides. You were that guy, huh? I was that guy. So <laughs> WCW era Stacy to me is just that's a pass. X Pac DX Army gear, and he has the pleather jacket along with a lot of soft goods. Uh, and if you take it off, he has the uh, singlet and you know the traditional X Pac gear. One of the better figures I think that they showed today. I, although X Pac looked like Ethan Chambers. <laughs> I told e- Ethan Epoch. That. Epoch. X Chambers. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that X Pac is honestly one of the best that they showed today. My opinion only. I, I really like that X Pac a lot. Well, speaking of great figures, they showed Kane with the Tag Team Championship. Uh, what era Tag Team Championship was that? Dude? Was that RVD? O2, O3? I think, I th- yeah, I think yeah, it was with I RVD. I think that was O2, O3. Yeah, it was with RVD. All right, let's talk about a series that I'm all in on now. Mattel, De- you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Just when you thought I was out. <laughs> it, it, I, I was swearing these off. I was, dude. I, I had written these things off. I'm like... The honky's great. I love it, but I've got to pass on that hockey talk, man. And then they show these four. WWE Superstars Series 2. Scott Hall, he'll have the NWO shirt, WCW Tag Team Championship, and Spray Can. Dude, by the way, did you see his face and how like cartoonish it was? Yes. I loved it. Yeah, there was something, I did too. There was something about it I just absolutely loved. Now, you put that on a standard Mattel, and we're going to bash it all day. But you put it on a, I guess we could refer to this as a gimmick line or a love letter line. You do that on this, huge fan. Kevin Nash, black and white NWO shirt, WCW tag team title. By the way, I meant to say the NWO shirt for Scott Hall was red and black, Wolfpack. Moving over to HBK, it's the 1992 look of Sean. Blue strap, icy title, and sunglasses. This would be uh, equivalent to his... What was it? The Elite Flashback in the red and the white. Yep. He had the jacket on, sunglasses, amazing looking HBK. Actually, RC, RSC exclusive. Oh. RSC exclusive where he had the... Yes, thank you. Yeah, Not yeah. the Elite Flashback. Thank you. Yes. Correction. That's the one I was Correction. thinking of. Correction. Correction. Yes. <laughs> we did the omission on the fly. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we got this one, guys. Ultimate Warrior, he will have the purple and black jacket. And you made a great point before we started recording. This is from his comic book. Warrior number one. The back of the jacket is warrior number one. It's literally his, the cover is his face. Okay. Okay. Face paint. That's what the back of this jacket is. So that's the figure that has pulled me into this line. I wasn't going to buy one of them. I was even going to pass on Macho Man, but then they released this warrior. Well, they haven't announced Macho Man yet. He's coming. Come on. Were you going to pass on Honky? Yes. I'm still passing on Honky. And you're going to pass on Hogan? Yeah. Passing on Hogan because it's not red and yellow. Okay. Getting warrior. And I would imagine series three, if they really want to do a great homage set, being that it's series three would have Steamboat and Savage in it. Okay. And then I have to get both of those. I was able to pass on the Ricky Motu crossover. If they do a Ricky in this one, not passing it up. All right. Well, I think the Ricky was due to him being in the dragon outfit, right? In the Motu line? Yeah. Well, but it's still Steamboat. Okay. And I'm a huge Steamboat fan. So... That was a tough pass for me. Okay. Because I love to collect Steamboat figures, but I would imagine Mattel's going to have Steamboat and Savage come out in this series or this line. And if they really want to do it right, they do it in three. And at the same time, Hogan and Andre. That would be a great series three, right? Hogan and Andre and then Ricky and, and oh, Savage. To kind of pay homage to WrestleMania. Very much so, yes. As an homage to WrestleMania three. Yeah. I'm loving these figures, man. I, you know what? I am too. I can't wait for them. God, I love these so much. And the cartoonish look just makes it for me. Yeah. And it was funny because I was scrolling through the pictures. I'm like, okay, Hall and Nash look cool. 
Then I get to HBK and I'm like, oh man, <laughs> this is, and he comes to the ICD, this is going to be hard to say no to. Right, right. And then I saw Warrior and I'm like pounding my fist into the table like, you SOBs. <laughs> Let's go over to Walmart exclusive. New Ruthless Aggression figure. Series 1, Brock Lesnar. He'll come with the WWE title or WWF title. from Young Brock. Young Brock, like initial run Brock. Like Ruthless Aggression Jacks. Series 1, Brock Lesnar. Yep. Batista, he's in gold and red. And Shawn Michaels will be in red and white pants. Again, these are Walmart exclusive. That would be like 2008 Shawn Michaels. Yes. It's like a little bit older, Sean, like from his his next run. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Okay, now the meat and potatoes of Ultimate Editions. Hulk Hogan Ultimate Edition. He'll be in the red and black wolf pack. Will be an RSC exclusive. He comes with world title spray painted in red NWO. Red and black NWO bandana and cloth shirt. And he comes with the two sweet hands. This is uh, like, think Storm Collectibles. Red and white Hogan. Correct. Or red, white, and black Hogan. Correct. Shawn Michaels, Amazon exclusive Ultimate Edition. 1996 look of Shawn. He has removable earrings, it looks like. Yes. He has like this army hat on. It's not an army hat, dude. It's an army hat. It's it's like the red cop hat thing that he used to wear. Oh, that's an army hat. He's like, you're under arrest. I'm Shawn Michaels. In the, in the picture, I look like an army hat. Yes, from the angle that they took it at, it looks like just an army helmet. But think 1996, he'll have the all red jacket the on. chaps. Chaps, all that stuff. So it's, it's a great look. If, if you were a fan of HBK in 96, you're going to want this figure. Sticking with Ultimate Edition, Series 13, Hulk Hogan, Red Hulkamania Claw Shirt, 1985 heavyweight title, the first time they have taken a crack at that. And I put extra head worth a cracked out head look (laughs) and by crack yes i mean the drug (laughs) emphasis on the drugs (laughs) so jeff you actually put this out on twitter earlier because i showed you a picture of this hulk hogan yes side by side with the large scale ljn hulk hogan that was released in like 85 86 correct you put them side by side the only difference is the headband on one has hulkster in red the other one has the headband that says Hulkster in black. Yes. And you sent a tweet out to Steve saying, love letter? Question mark. Have you received a response back yet? I forgot to check. We should probably pause the show and we'll see if Steve has a response to your love letter question as of about four hours ago. Uh, you need to do filler. Okay. So we're doing a live look in on Jeff right now, checking his Twitter. <laughs> okay. You're terrible. Uh, <laughs> um... No response back. Sad. (laughs) Okay, well, that was a waste of time. But (laughs) you put them side by side, and we know that obviously Mattel loves to do their love letters. Obviously, we talked about the Remco-inspired series earlier with the Superstars line. Right. The retro line has come back. They're big on, and they've even done figures based on their LJN looks. Right. So you put these two side by side, it's hard to ignore that, especially with the belt on and the red shirt on. It's almost a dead ringer. So in my mind, that is their love letter to that large scale Hogan. I don't want to look over the belt. I this of is their first not. Yes. this is their first crack at that nineteen eighty five belt. Love it. I am so stoked. Like yeah. I love it when they bring back old school titles. I know they don't have the rights to do NWA titles or yeah. old US titles or whatever it may be. But I mean, anytime they can throw an older title into it, 
I'm all here for it. I, I love it, man. I love it. We're actually going to be doing that in the nostalgia segment a little bit later with the Wendy Richter figure we'll be talking about when they were able to go back and do an older title. Like you, I'm a huge fan of that, Jeff. Let's finish out wave 13. Mr. T, red tights, Hulkamania hat, bendable bar for the ultimate edition, Mr. T. And there's your WrestleMania one tag team. Dude, I'm so stoked about this. Definitely. And again, look at the list of figures we just discussed. Legends heavy. Okay. They know where their bread and butter is, dude. So the only person that we talked about, we talked about almost Mace and everybody else is a legend. Oh, okay. Well, you got ruthless aggression figures, but they're going back. Yeah, they're going back. They're going back to the 2000s or the ruthless. Exactly. So this is all like nostalgia. Yeah. The only active competitors, Mace, almost is Mace, is Mace even still a thing? Well, he's not released. He's still on the roster. Are you sure? I mean, Ali is too, but. <laughs> he's not being used either it sucks he's begging to get out <laughs> yeah please i'm gonna talk so much crap just let me go <laughs> yeah no you can definitely see where mattel is heading mm-hmm. i wonder how far down the line before it starts to i wouldn't even call it even right now it really seems like and of course at the elite line you are getting your 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 main roster guys but man you start it, it's almost a 50 50 now legends to current superstars you can almost see them noticing the trend. Yeah. And uh, is that a good or a bad thing? I I don't know. Well, we were talking about this earlier today. If you think about it, like how many kids are clamoring for a goon figure? Yeah. How many yeah. adults are clamoring for that goon figure? It's us. It's our era of collectors. And, and they're starting to notice that. I mean, yeah. And the Superstars line, I love it. I'm all here for it, dude. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't want to jump in. <laughs> and then that warrior hit, and man. I'm surprised you didn't want to jump in because they're the love letter to the Remcos. It's just figure budget, dude. I understand. That's all it is. It's literally having to pick and choose, and with the re-release of the retros, oh, it's, it's almost picking and choosing what I can and can't collect, right? Right. So I, I chose the retros, but now it's... I'm more of a completist when it comes to these love letter lines. Mm-hmm. I like to have all of them, like with the retros, for example. I'm not going to do that with the Superstars line. I'm going to pick and choose which ones I want. So HBK? Uh, we'll see. I'll, it, it'll be one of those. I'll see it on the pegs, and I'll hold it, and I'll decide on the fly, do I buy it? Okay, so you've already professed your love for the Warrior, so you're getting, getting the, the warrior. warrior. Yep. And Hall and Nash will probably be out on Those are passes for me. Yeah, because, okay. again, same reason as the Stacey Keebler. Okay. I, I, I still kick myself for it because I go back and watch those late 90s WCW cards, and a lot of them are really good. Oh, like with Van Hammer? Or... <laughs> I said late 90s, you jerk. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't disparage Van Hammer yet. <laughs> we'll get them later. Um, I shouldn't have chosen one over the other. And that's why when I see that now, people picking AEW or WWE or NJPW and one's better than the other, I'm like, man... Listen to the old head here, guys. Like, don't you don't have to pick and choose. You can love it all because I wish I hadn't put the stink eye on WCW back in the day. But with that said, that's kind of the reason that th- some of those WCW figures for me are out, like Stacy, like Hall, and like Nash. But man, the Hall and Nash is great right. because they come with the NWA tag or the WCW tag team titles, right? And that's great. But HBK is going to be an on the fly decision for me. Warrior is a must have. And the cartoonish look also helps. Oh, it totally does. Not to say that the Remco's had a cartoonish look, but I'm a fan of it in this love letter line. Like I said, you put that on a standard Mattel, it's a no-go. We'd probably bash it. But on the Remco line, I'll take it. That was New York Toy Fair Mattel, kind of New York Toy Fair Mattel virtual 
Yes. That's COVID version, New York Toy Fair. COVID version two. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because it's the second year. Anyway, we don't have a version three. Uh, overall thoughts? Um, I'll give it an eggplant emoji. Uh, dude, with that Superstars line, I'm giving it two eggplants. <laughs> Is that bad? Like, like that's how we're going to rate it now? Uh, I'm like Randy Marsh, dude, sitting at the computer desk. <laughs> uh, that Superstar, a mess around you. That Superstars line in that Hogan Ultimate Edition yeah. from 1985? Yeah. Oh, Especially if it does come out that that is where they drew the inspiration from was the large-scale LJN. Yeah. Like that? Come on. Mattel. We haven't gotten confirmation yet. And it was funny. I saw Matt Carlos earlier on Facebook put a post that was like, man, Mattel didn't need to go that hard on their releases today. But man, they really did. Yeah. Speaking of eggplant emojis. Yeah, no, they really did. <laughs> I think that they did, had a great showing here. Uh, yeah, we made fun of the Brett. But you know what? You put the sunglasses on that Brett. Eh. More hits than misses. Definitely more. And that is the trend of Mattel. Yeah. Is Mattel is just really hitting a stride now. They're going to have a few that you can kind of cast away. But for the most part, they're absolutely killing it right now. Moving over to Junk Shop Dog. They announced the rest of their Series 3. It's going to be Terry Funk. He'll be in blue and black trunks slash tights because the trunks go over the blue and black tights that he wore. Also, they're making Asushi Onita. Uh, he was a legendary deathmatch wrestler. He founded FMW back in the day. Yep, and now he's in there with Terry Funk in Series 3. Yep, and apparently he also... Had a lot of women, he said, to have broken Wilt Chamberlain's record. Wow. That's what his Wikipedia says, and Wikipedia is always right. He must be one tired dude. <laughs> FM dub. <laughs> Onita will be in the white tank top and blue traditional trunks. He was a hardcore deathmatch guy. They will be joining Davy Boy Smith and a lot of you may remember Bronson Reed, but now known as Jonah for Series 3. Also, Chella Toys, they are also making an Onita figure. He'll be in a white tank top with blood spatter on it, white headband with blood, and white wrist tape with blood, going back to his hardcore days. So Onita will be in the retro style figures. Onita getting a lot of love this week. Yeah, really. Two companies grabbed him. That's great. I know, right? That rounds out the news. Dude, head shrinker figures. Dude, right? No, so here's the thing. Are we going to get them in a two-pack? They don't really do a lot of two-packs anymore. They've got those like WrestleMania series ones that are on the pegs right now. They've got the showdowns. Yeah, that's that was it, the showdowns. They've got those, but man, if we've waited this long for head shrinkers... Right, because the last set of head shrinkers we got was Hasbro right. way back in the early 90s. We've got to get them as elites. Even if they come out separately in the same series, which everybody knows I've talked about it in our nostalgia segments. I'm a huge fan of that when they do tag teams in one elite series. So I'd be totally okay with that too. Yeah, Let's kind of pump the brakes a little bit. Just because they sign Legends deals, it's not always going to equal out to figures. Yeah, but it should. And let's not forget too. Barbarian going back to him. <laughs> oh my God. Are we going back to this? We are because Barbarian was a member of the Head Shrinkers at one point. Samu dropped out. Barbarian took his place. Oh, he took That's right. That's right. You're 100% correct. Yes. Or maybe it was Rikishi that dropped out and Barbarian took his place. I forget who was who. But at one of the Survivor Series, I had completely forgotten about that. That Barbarian was a member of the Head Shrinkers. So, going back to Barbarian again. If Mattel signs Barbarian... 
And if Mattel gives us a head shrinker barbarian and or a singles run barbarian before a powers of pain barbarian, I'm going to do a call to arms or at least a call to pitchforks and torches and we're marching to Mattel. <laughs> okay. Remember it's WWE that makes the call and then they send the email to Mattel. Yeah. Hey, these guys are on the table. I know. Yeah, me doing a call to arms, that'll be like Will Ferrell in old school calling everybody to go streaking with him. <laughs> It'll just be me running down the street naked looking to go to KFC. Yeah, I meant to go to Mattel, uh, but I'll just settle for some chicken. <laughs> so, Scott, that rounds out the news. We are going to finish up the spotlights this week, and then we're going to go back to the Mattel elites next week. But first, let's jump into the spotlight section. What do you say, Scott? Let's wrap it up. Scott, before we jump into the network spotlight, I've learned that our microwave did have kind of a potato button. The one that you destroyed actually did have a potato button. So what you have to do is you have to hit auto cook three, and then you have to put in the weight of the potato. I never knew that because we never, we never read instructions. Well, you're dudes. Why would you read instructions? But the funny part is, is when you open up the microwave up on top, they have this cool little thing of a phone scanning a QR code. So I've always recognized that. But when you look down below, it actually has auto cook and it's like auto cook. One is pizza. Auto cook. Two is frozen vegetables. Auto cook. Three is potatoes. I never noticed that down below. I was always like fascinated by the phone and the QR code. And when did you find it? When it was sitting out by the dumpster? As we were taking it to its proper burial, yes. I see. And it was Sean Jacoby who, was, who recognized. He goes, hey, by the way, did you guys ever notice this autocook thing down here? And we're like, what's that? <laughs> Again, just some dudes not reading directions. Right. Anyways, <laughs> that's an update to the potato situation. <laughs> Which ultimately led to figures. So it's okay. And led to a fire in the office that now everybody out in our Denver location knows about and laughs at me about. Oh, that's great. Oh, it's hilarious. Anyway, Have they started calling you Mr. Potato Head yet? No, that's brilliant, though. They should. Sean, if you're listening, spread the word. Before we get into the network spotlights, we want you guys to head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Over there, we are going to finish out all of the network spotlights, even though it's not nostalgia. We're going to go over the, the ones that came out at Target in 2019 and the ones that came out in 2020 in this series so follow along at wrestlingfiguredatabase.com scott what you got for wwe network spotlight 2019 and 2020 yes sir rounding out wwe network spotlight we have oscar and she was in a gold headdress and came with a gold mask accessory next up diesel not a fan of that head sculpt by the way but he was packaged in his black vest we had jinder mahal he was in yellow trunks, yellow knee pads, black boots, was packaged with the WWE heavyweight title. Rey Mysterio, and he was in yellow and blue pants and had a yellow and blue mask accessory. So those round out the 2019. Are you ready for 2020? Kurt Angle, and he was in the half black, half American flag stripes singlet, was packaged with gold medals and a red You Suck Thank You shirt. 
Ricochet was in yellow tights, black boots, came with the U.S. title and a red Ricochet shirt. Wendy Richter was packaged with the WWF women's title, blue sunglasses, and she was in a blue singlet. Last up, Matt Hardy. He was in jeans and a black tank top, and he had taped up wrists and hands. This would have been from the, what, Jeff, the ultimate deletion match? Yep, that's it. Got it. And he was packaged with a drone, hologram, and dilapidated boat. And that rounds out the WWE Elite Network Spotlight Series. Scott, who was more ripped, Jinder Mahal or Vince McMahon's Network Spotlight? Ooh, that is a good question. You know, I'm going to go Vince. I think that one maybe had some more ripples. Uh, a little more girth to the muscles, if you will, Jeff. Th- these weren't bad. I know Asuka, we were all hoping she would come with the cape. Why they haven't done an Asuka with the robe yet, it's beyond me. That is just screaming Ultimate Edition. A mask, a robe, an Asuka, done. That is an Ultimate Edition. It's just like the flare that came out, right? It's flare, the title, a robe, done. It just seems like such a home run, and I think everybody would be after that figure. Why they haven't done it yet, I just, I don't know, man. I don't work at Mattel. I don't know. Well, I remember a couple years ago, they were supposed to come out with an Asuka that was going to be like a WWE shop exclusive or a WWE. At WrestleMania. Access, yes. I think it was, if okay, don't quote me on this, but I think it was that figure that was supposed to come out. Well, the one that came out with the network spotlights didn't have that, the robe or the cape that came with that figure originally that was shown. I'm sure it has to be cost related because to make that robe... It's got to be expensive, right? Oh, it's not yeah. just going to be a poly pocket style. It's got to be a soft goods. It can't even be that new flex technology that you mentioned a week ago. It can't be that. It's got to be the cloth, the fur. That's got to be a big price point for Mattel the manufacturer. That's that's my guess as to why it hasn't been done yet. Well, I'm glad you brought up the cost because if you look at the ones that came out in 2020 with Angle, Ricochet, Wendy Richter, a lot of their accessories were just plain like let's say Kurt Angle's gold medals in a t-shirt. Ricochet came with a U.S. title and a t-shirt. Wendy Richter, the women's title, old WWF women's title. But then you look at all the accessories that came with Matt Hardy. Yeah. So like basically all of their budget for that series went to that Matt Hardy because they had to do the boat. They had to do the hologram. They had to tool the drone, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So you may be right on that about the Oscar. Yeah, hopefully one of these days she's announced for an Ultimate Edition. And it would be great if it was an Access Store exclusive. I think that would be very cool. You definitely have the collector standing in line for that thing. Absolutely. And you didn't like the diesel, right? I wasn't too crazy about the face on that diesel. Yeah. I got It was just okay. It was like they were trying for something new and it execution wasn't all there. Yeah, there were better diesel figures done by Mattel. That's not one of my favorites. All right, Scott, we've got some eBay prices. Asuka with the headdress and the gold mask. Last sold eBay listing for $33 on February 4th. And what I did is I added 17 bids. There were 17 bids on that figure. Wow, that's a lot of action on that figure. Must have started low. Diesel with the black vest. Last sold eBay listing was February 1st for $36 with 26 bids. Jinder Mahal only came with the WWE title. Last sold eBay listing was also February 1st for $20.50 with 10 bids. Rey Mysterio, yellow and blue pants with the yellow and blue mask. Last sold eBay listing January 15th for $29.90 with one bid. 
Kurt Angle gold medals, red shirt, you suck shirt. Last sold eBay listing January 30th for $35. That was a buy it now. Ricochet US title, red shirt. Last sold eBay listing February 9th for $25. Also a buy it now. Wendy Richter with the WWF women's title, blue singlet. Sold also on February 9th for $12 and one penny with six Oof. six bids. Dude, usually the legends go a little bit higher. I was shocked by that $12. Yeah, that seems low. Seems really low. Matt Hardy with the hologram, the drone, and the dilapidated boat sold on February 6th for $29. It was a buy it now. There you go. Overall, uh, this last batch of eight, it's good. It's good. It's nothing I'm writing home about. But overall, I would give it what I give last week's a 6.9, I think. Yeah, you said the Shawn Michaels dragged that series down. It did. It did. Um, For me, the Diesel would really be the one dragging this down. I thought the Richter was good. Um, The Ray of... It's... All Ray figures are really good at this point. Mattel's really kind of mastered Ray Mysterio. You know what? I'll go 7.2 on all these. Okay. Not like Jax, where Jax gave Ray like the same... Ray was the same size as like, I don't know, Big Show or something. Ridiculous. Come on, guys. <laughs> scaling. Let's do it. Yeah. Anyways, we don't mean to bash Jax. We love Jax over here. We do love Jax. But I, can I say, if this last batch of eight, if had they done Oscar with that robe, this set would be getting like an 8.5. Damn, just that robe would have... It is. Yes. All right. I get it, man. I get it. That's the booster. If they could do a WrestleMania appearance, Asuka, that would just be incredible to me. I'd be all over that figure. All right. That rounds out our network spotlight. Next week, we will jump right back into the Mattel Elites. So look forward to that. Scott, we are going to round out the show tonight with Everybody Has a Price. I can't wait to play. (laughs) everybody's got a price scott before we get into everybody has a price do you have an aquanet minute i do this week it's not really a band that i listened to a lot back then kind of like last week right we did the dangerous toys aquanet minute this week queensryche with their 1990 album Empire. That oh. one, y- y- dude, Good I album. went back and looked at it. And let me just say, the lead singer, Jeff Tate, his voice is incredible. That dude has some range. That guy could sing. Did you say Jeff's taint? <laughs> I was like, why are you like so focused? I mean, I know we watch Jackass, but we don't need to focus <laughs> on my taint. Looks and smells horrible. <laughs> one out of five. would not poop here again (laughs) (laughs) I will never sniff here again oh that's disgusting anyways back to Kareem's right Jet City Woman Another Rainy Night Empire Silent Lucidity which is one of the best ballads coming out of the 80s 90s now this was Uh, 90 I hated that song really go back and listen to it dude you might get a better appreciation for it oh no I have I have dude it's terrible still really uh huh Never liked it. Ugh. All right. And then there's anybody listening. I love that song too. Just amazing album. And I wish I had listened to it more back then. I had it, but it wasn't one that I listened to a lot, but I listen to now and I'm like, man, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Tate, Jeff Tate, <laughs> that dude could belt it out. One of the best singers from the hair metal era. 
And of course, the Sebastian Bach is the greatest. But Jeff Tate's definitely up there. Go check it out. Queensryche Empire. Now, I, I trash Silent Lucidity, but on the flip side of that coin, Jet City Woman. His voice ranges perfectly in that song. Oh, it does. It does. That is an awesome song. Great album from top to bottom. It's awesome. And again, I wish I had listened to it more back then, but now I listen to it. I really appreciate it. You know, one thing I was thinking about today, favorite snack when you were playing with figures back in the day and not hot dogs under your bed. We've moved past that. Uh, (laughs) are you sure you want to go into this? Snacks? Of course I want to talk snacks. Okay. So part of it was, sometimes it was Cheez-Its. I loved Cheez-Its when I was a kid. Okay. But there was other snacks that I used to snack on that really made me Fat Boy Jeff. Oh. So Fat Boy Jeff, late at night, would be taking his break from playing figures, and he would meander into the kitchen, and he would get about four slices of bread (laughs) and just slap mayonnaise on them. And I would just eat (laughs) bread with mayonnaise. (laughs) I just gagged a little. <laughs> oh, dude. That's gross. I love mayonnaise, but I'm not going to eat a mayonnaise bread. So it would either be that, Cheez-Its, or bread with peanut butter on it. <laughs> okay, bread with peanut butter. That I eat peanut butter toast. Like, nobody's bad. That's fine. I love that. But, dude, bread with mayonnaise? But there was also times where... I would also just put butter on bread and not even toast the bread. So it would just be butter and bread. So yes, I those were snacks that I would frequent while playing with figures. Or if I got done playing with figures and I was in a pop-on ESPN, I would have a plate full of like four slices of bread with either mayonnaise, peanut butter, or butter. And that was it. mayonnaise dude (laughs) just mayonnaise on bread and you're gonna sit there and eat that i did on the butter bread did you sprinkle a little sugar on there um no i would do that with the peanut butter though okay grandma toon taught me that one yes she's like she because she would let us make our own sugar sandwiches (laughs) and the, (laughs) the, the first time i ever made my own sugar sandwich now the way grandma would make it is she'd have the bread She'd lightly butter the bread and then she'd just sprinkle a little bit of sugar on the bread and then put another piece of buttered bread on top of that and a sugar sandwich. We thought right. it was awesome. Right. I asked grandma for one and she's like, well, you can make it. You've seen me do it. Make your own sugar sandwich. Well, <laughs> my next few sugar sandwiches after that one, I was supervised because that first one, I'd, I'd lightly butter the bread and then I got the bowl of sugar and proceeded to put about 10 heaping tablespoons full of sugar on top of the bread. It was literally a pile of sugar on the bread. It was like an anthill, but it was huge. Grandma said, and I quote, Jesus Christ, you're going to get worms. (laughs) So we had to scrape the sugar back into the bowl. And she's like, you just need a little bit. And so from that point forward for like the next four sandwiches, I was supervised. And then I learned how to make a sugar sandwich. But that was not probably the most unhealthy thing that Grandma Toon ever taught us how to make. She was great with making the most unhealthiest things. Oh, it was great because she'd watch us during the summers when mom and dad were at work and yep. she'd let us swear. Yep. So we'd run around the house like little sailors, just using <laughs> every word in the book. Like nothing was off limits. I mean, we couldn't direct those words at grandma. You know, she'd slap us, but <laughs> just running around saying whatever the heck we wanted to. But then as soon as mom and dad got home around three o'clock, boom, we were angels again. 
Well, a curse word to be heard. Well, not complete angels, but yeah, nicer than what we were earlier in the day. Yes, sweet young boys. <laughs> yes. But let's not forget the linguisa sandwiches where grandma would take the bread and sop up all the grease in the linguisa pan. For those not familiar with linguisa, linguisa, it's a Portuguese sausage that tends to get very greasy and oily when you cook it. So delicious. It really is. So what you're supposed to do is put a little water in the pan, then you cut up the linguisa, you toss it into the pan so that the water soaks up some of the grease. And then you take the linguisa out, you eat the linguisa. Well, the way grandma did it is no water in the pan, just straight throw the linguisa in. You let all that grease build up. You put a piece of white bread on a plate. <laughs> then you take the pan that had the linguisa cooking in it, grease and all, and you dumped it over the piece of bread. <laughs> and you let that bread soak up all the grease. I could never figure out why my stomach was so upset until years later I made it. And I, it may have been mom was just like, are you going to eat that? Like, <laughs> really? You're going to eat that? And I was like, yeah, delicious. And she's like, your stomach's going to be messed up. And I'm like, oh, that would explain it. Maybe I should cut back a little bit. And I didn't. Maybe I put down two pieces of bread so that it was a more even distribution of the grease. Oh, man. How, but you were always the thin one. and Yeah, until I hit like 23. Uh, dude, I was always the heavy set kid. You know, like, oh, you know, you're, you're going to put grease on that bread? <laughs> you know, that type of thing, dude. You're going to eat that? Are you going to eat that mayonnaise sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> I see you only have four pieces of bread with mayonnaise then. <laughs> you going to add another four? So my favorite was mom would go to Costco. She loved to shop at Costco. Still loves to shop at Costco. Still does. Yeah. And back in the day, you know the Reese's Miniatures? Yeah, sure do. The super small ones. Costco used to sell an entire box of those. It had like 300 in there. Uh Uh-huh. I would get a humongous cup, fill it with ice, pour in two Pepsis, then grab the box of Reese's Miniatures, (laughs) go upstairs, put on... Headbangers Ball, put on the the call-in show where you could call in and vote for your favorite videos of the day. It had a name. I can't remember it, uh, but that was when MTV played music. I would watch that, and then I'd put, or I'd have that in the background, and then I'd have all the figures in front of me. Two Pepsis, my Boxeresis miniatures, go to town. And I loved it. Yes, I had a ton of pimples. Dude, how weren't we, like, super obese? Well, I mean, you know, years later... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, yeah, I found that fat boy. I, I Apparently, I morphed into your fat boy, and you morphed into my skinny person. Uh, the divorce diet works like a charm. Doesn't it, though? It does. All right, Scott. All right. Now Enough that, procrastinating. Let's get to this game. Now that we've grossed out everybody. <laughs> every- <laughs> Greasy sandwiches with mayonnaise. <laughs> All right. Hope you. Hopefully, you guys are still like, listening and not throwing up right now so (laughs) all right right, we're gonna play everybody has a price and i pulled four figures and usually the four figures will have a theme and these ones are sticking with that they do have a theme so scott will be writing the figures down on a piece of paper and scott will be guessing either highest to lowest or lowest to highest of the four figures okay i got pen and paper ready the theme of this one is the very first four winners of the televised Royal Rumble. Oh. 1988 was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Right. I pulled one of his figures. Okay. 1989, Big John Studd. 
Okay. 90 and 91 was Hulk Hogan. So I can't, I can't pull two Hogan. Well, I could pull two Hogan figures, but I decided to lump in one. And then 92 was Ric Flair. Got it. Okay. All right. Starting with Hacksaw Jim Duggan, we went with his LJN. And these are all mint on card. Okay. Got it. 1989, Big John Stud LJN. Okay. Got it. 1991, Hulk Hogan, LJN. Uh, the first or the white or red shirt? Thank you for clarifying that. That is the first. Okay, so his initial one, the, the most iconic figure of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you have signed, by the way. I do. And last, with 1992, Ric Flair Hasbro. Now, there are two caveats to this, and I want you to remember this. There were no sold listings for mint on card big john stud so i had to use wrestling toy tracker oh okay that's fair and the last sold hulk hogan ljn the card was a little bit damaged and the bubble was yellow okay so it wasn't completely mint okay i got you but the hacksaw was mint the flares mint yes got it okay so i think i'm gonna go low to high on this one all right so what what is your lowest I'm going to guess the lowest is Big John Stud LJN. And you would be incorrect. Damn it. Nothing like leading off with a strike. Okay, then my next guess would be the Hasbro Flare. You would also be incorrect. Then it's got to be the Duggan LJN. And again, you would be incorrect. Wait a second. Dude, that Hogan goes for hella money. Due to the damaged card and the yellow bubble... On February 7th, the LJN Hulk Hogan... No, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Oh, uh, da, 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 sorry for... Well, he sold on February 7th. I'll tell you that much. Okay. That doesn't help me. Okay. <laughs> Man, that damage really brought it down, huh? It did. Crap. Okay. Uh, Here, I was thinking that thing was going to be like around eight or nine. Uh, Let's go 175 then on that Hogan. Uh, Too high. Too high? Too high. Damn. That's like major league. What do you mean too high? <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> wow. 175 is too high on a carded LJN series one Hogan. Then how about 136? Still too high. What? Yep. Dude. Okay. I'm horrible at this game. I quit. No, I don't. <laughs> $97. Okay. Too low. So we're talking like 107. You would be in the ballpark on that one. 114. Eh, still a smidge too high. 110. There you go. On February 7th, that Hulk Hogan LJN that was damaged card with a yellow bubble sold for $110. Man. You've got that's and it wasn't opened, right? Like it wasn't re-glued or anything? No. Is that a steal? Could be considered. I mean, the card was pretty messed up. Like, if somebody was just looking to make sure that they had a pristine Hulk Hogan that had no paint touch-up, it might be worth it to just get that and to make sure that there is no touch-up. No red on the knee pads, no yellow touch-up on the trunks or in the hair. Well, that's what I'm thinking because, okay, now you have a pristine, loose Hogan LJN Series 1. That's got to be worth more than $110 with the belt and everything. I would have to look up on Wrestling Toy Tracker. Man. Okay. Well, we've got our, our leaping off point. 
And the stud is the blue card, not the black card, right? Correct. Well, in that case, then I'm going the the next up the rung, Flair Hasbro. And you would be correct. Okay. So if Hogan was 110, I'm going to put the Flair Hasbro mint on card. Let's go 145. Oh, pretty close. Just a smidge low. Okay. So 149? Uh, still a little bit low. On February 6th, with 21 bids, the Ric Flair Hasbro mint on card sold for $155.50. Okay. Got it. So you were pretty close on that one. You did good on that one, dude. Thank you. Okay, so the next one I'm going to say is going to be the, because he was more plentiful, the Big John Stud. And you would be correct. Okay. So that one, because the flare went for 155, I'm going to guess the Big John Stud, 233. Okay, you're you're somewhat close, but low. It's low? Okay, 247. Uh, Go a little bit more up. 252. Okay, actually, I shouldn't say a little bit more. Go up a little bit. 263. Close. Per WrestlingToyTracker.com, which pulls the three-month average of the sold listings of eBay, the Big John Stud LJN Mint on Card estimate, Mint on Card estimate, is $275. Okay, so I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the Duggan is next. Wait, four, three. Oh, yeah, he's the last one. Okay, good. I got one right then. All right. (laughs) I'm like looking. I'm like, yeah, he is. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for clarifying, Jeff. You're an amazing host. It's it's been a long week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the Duggan was not as plentiful. Uh, We've talked about this. We didn't see any of his series here. Correct. One of the last series we saw here, I believe, was the Kamala Adrian Adonis series i think you're right outback jack would have been that one we never saw duggan gang rude honky tonk man bigelow we never saw any of those here we had to order them from the wrestling ring through i believe it was pro wrestling illustrated right so the duggan to us was a unicorn i'm gonna go this mint on card so he comes with the board scott 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 Scott, before you answer i do have to say this real real quick this is the black card Hacksaw Jim Duggan, LJN. Oh, okay. Because okay. he Which did. We all know the black cards were way more rare. Correct. So I do want to throw that in. I, That was my bad. I forgot that he was on the blue. He is also on the black card too. Okay. So this would be the, so the, the John Studd was the blue card. This is a black card Duggan. Correct. So 275, this one has to be exponentially more mint on card. And the card was complete mint. Okay. Okay. 490. Too low. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking higher and I'm like, eh, they've all been kind of lower than I thought. Um, okay. 615. Oh, damn near close, dude. On December 2nd, dad's birthday, Hacksaw Jim Duggan black card LJN sold for $600. Damn. It's so funny, dude. Looking back, like thinking, man, if we would have just purchased a few more figures back in the day that were mint on card, you know how much we would be selling these for. But that's the thing is I don't think that I would. Oh, you wouldn't? Would you be trying to get them signed? I'd probably either try to get them signed or they'd be hanging up on a wall. Like the LJNs 
Like that defined a childhood to me. It defined our childhood, the LJN series specifically. It's why it's my favorite of all time. Like that was our childhood. Thinking about flinging those wrestlers around in that big ass ring. That is, that's history to me. Like that's the reason this podcast exists is because of those. I, there's no way I could part with them. There's no way I couldn't sell. Even if we had triplicates, quadruplicates of any of the ones we grew up with, they'd be staying. Like I could not part with those. Same for the Hasbros, but I think it goes double for the LJNs. They defined us growing up so much and they mean so much to me that there's no way I could sell them. Be it mint on card, if like I said, even if they were a quadruplicate mint on card, I couldn't part with them. They just meant so much. Well, there's a lot of things that led to this podcast. I mean, Remco's, LJN's, toys in general, mayonnaise sandwiches. There was a lot <laughs> that there's a lot that went into this podcast. Well, no, for sure. And like, that's, you know, we talk about like food and we talk about drinks and we talk about the Aquanet Minute and hair metal and stuff we were listening. All of that tied into those figures. Like you just said, the Remcos, the LJNs, the Hasbros, the Bendhams, all of that wrapped up into this just great experience of growing up with these figures. That's why I could never part with them. There's no way I could. If, if we grew up with it, I can't part with it. The same goes for my mask toys. Or our mask toys, and yeah. my my old GI Joes, my old Star Wars. Like, I, you know, I was a kid with those, and it would it just defined me growing up. All those toys, but really specifically those LJNs. That even if I did have a mint on card, no, dude, I wouldn't sell them. There's no way I'd sell a kidney before I'd ever considered doing that. Good job on that, dude. You actually did pretty well after the Hogan. <laughs> well, the Hogan was that was such a rarity. Usually that Hogan mint on card goes for about 500 bucks. If I'm not mistaken, it's set on wrestling toy tracker. Yeah. I didn't think a damaged card would influence it that much. I mean, that really dropped it. But like you said, you open that thing up. Now you've got a pristine Hogan with the title. That's yep. got to be worth more than 110. Yeah, exactly. So, but you did good on the others, dude. I mean, you got close with flair. You got close with stud and you got close with Duggan. So good job. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. By the way, I was thinking of while you were guessing on the prices, uh, how aren't we dead? Wait, what do you mean? With all the crap that we were eating when we were kids? Oh. <laughs> Good God, dude. You with recent, dude, sugar overload, me with mayonnaise sandwiches. And, me, and us with linguisa sandwiches with grandma teaching us how to make them. Yeah. I'm like Barney, you know, when he was drinking out of the spout on The Simpsons. Uh-oh, my heart stopped. Yeah. <laughs> there it Good, goes. There it goes. <laughs> you know. You know, it just, it, it took us till later in life, you know, turned 23, metabolism slowed down, realized I couldn't eat two ultimate cheeseburgers and four tacos from Jack in the Box anymore. And uh, here I am. Oh, dude, when my metabolism started slowing down and I, I was like starting to cry, dude, I'm like, oh, I'm getting fat, like standing in front of a mirror. And I'd be like, who's fat? You are, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> you still do that to influence yourself to go to the gym. I do that. And I do that to my cat too. Who's fat? <laughs> 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 I was I hold him up into the mirror. I was like, "Look who's fat!" And I kind of shake his stomach and stuff. <laughs> You're fat shaming your cat. I am fat shaming. He doesn't care as long as I pay attention to him and feed him and feed him. That's all he cares about. <laughs> yeah, that dumb cat. Every morning, I want second breakfast. Jerk. <laughs> Anyways, I want second breakfast. <laughs> 
Oh, don't even get me into what I used to get from McDonald's on my breakfast for uh, football when I was Fatboy Jeff. Oh, you're one of the few people I know that actually really loved those breakfast burritos. Oh, dude. When I became single back in the early 2000s, I was getting three breakfast burritos and three sausage McMuffins, no egg. I hated McDonald's egg. That was trash. But there were eggs in the burrito. Okay, those were good. Those scrambled ones were good. The ones that they would put on the uh, biscuits or not the oh, bis- not like the, biscuits. the fried egg thing. Yeah, yeah I know what oh, you mean. Oh, those were trash, dude. So I always got the sausage McMuffin, no egg. Gotcha. And then I'd take it home, watch football, and then pass out in a food coma in the later games and then wake up and then watch the Sunday night game. <laughs> you're like a fast food junkie that's awesome i know dude i was I was like you just night and day from then to now like you wouldn't even think about doing that oh dude i couldn't even imagine if i kept that up anyways enough of my heart attack waiting to happen <laughs> we want to thank wrestling toy tracker for uh giving us the price on that big john stud ljn but we also want you guys to go over there if you guys are in the hunt for any ljn's gloobs hasbros just toys bendums defining moments and retros if you are in the hunt for any of those check out wrestlingtoytracker.com to make sure you are getting the fair carded and loose prices over there also i want you to check out our podcasting buddies obviously want you to check out breaker and bane's power hour it's a fun comedic show over there where they're talking everything under the sun between movies toys comics everything under the sun over at breaker and bane's power hour but pay no attention to bill benis he's a shyster Yeah, if that guy ever makes a appearance on Breaker and Bane's power, just fast forward. Just yes, prepare exactly. Pr- Fifteen second button. Exactly. Keep going. Yeah. Just like when you guys are listening to us talk about mayonnaise sandwiches. <laughs> also check out Breaker Side Projects TV Toycast, and you know it's fake, right? Where he had Jason Wolf on just recently. Very nice. Absolutely incredible artist. Also, we want you guys to check out our buddies doing the favor. And Scott, is it too soon to spoil something? Nah, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to congratulate Eric from doing the favor for winning Drunk Wrestling Histories, Alexa's favorite podcast, obviously. Yes. Drunk Drunk Wrestling Histories extra large NWO t-shirt. That is not Drunk Wrestling History (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah. Eric did a call in. We just recorded our 100th episode. And we did a call-in bit for the listeners. First one in basically gets the shirt if you get the answers right. And Dobro was actually our first caller. Unfortunately, he struck out. But he was having some drinks with us. It was awesome. We always love talking to Dobro. And uh, then Eric from Doing the Favor called in. And he was our grand prize winner of an extra-large NWO shirt. Congratulations, Eric. He was a little tipsy, too, when he called in. That's kind of the rule. That's kind of the rule. If you're going to call into the show, you got to be right there with us. Was Dobro tipsy? Yes. Oh, Dobro was having some whiskey with us too. He was having a great time. Oh, nice, dude. Nice. Yep, it was a party. (laughs) But we want you guys to check out doingthefavor.com where they have their most recent shows, but they also have the SKUs and UPCs that links up to BrickSeek and PopFinder. So check out doingthefavor.com and check out their shows on iTunes. Also, check out our buddy Steve over at the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, along with his tag team partner, Eric. Uh, Steve puts out a sh- I'm trying to figure out what show he's going to do. Uh, he wanted me to record tonight with him, but you and I are recording. Gotcha. But I'm curious what show is going to be out. But by the time this show comes out, you will obviously see it. So I just want you guys to check it out because it's a fun show. Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. And our, also our good buddies, 
Sashina and Marco over at the Chick Foley Show. Fun wrestling show over there and wrestling figure show. Check out our buddy Justin over at Wrestling Cheers where he discusses AIW Wrestling, everything about Northeast Ohio Wrestling. Check out RJ over at Ringside Rant. Marty and Rucker do Boot to the Face. Tim pulls up a chair with the Fig Life community with pulling up a chair. And Scott, Drunk Wrestling History, what you got? Yes, give us a follow on Twitter at Wrestling underscore Drunk. The show that dropped this past Friday is kind of our WrestleMania of episodes. It's turned into, it's the Valentine's Day episode. Seems to be a favorite of a lot of people. It's raunchy, it's filthy, and it's the hens on this one. Or should I say the drunken wives on this one. Contributing, playing the game, you gotta check it out. It's very little of myself and Eddie and Adam and more Shannon and Carissa doing the drunk wrestling history business on the Valentine's Day episode. We had a blast recording it. Go check it out. Find us wherever you find your other favorite podcasts at. Because we're drunk wrestling history, we're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. So there's usually a theme for the Valentine's Day episode. What is the theme on this one? Uh, this The theme on this one is FMK. And that would be F, marry, or kill. And the ladies had a choice of three, obviously. And they had to F one, marry one, or kill one. Was Firebreaker Chip one of them? I'm not going to spoil anything, but yes. <laughs> Was Van Hammer? Oh, that's a good question. Yes. Now, again, not to spoil anything, but yes. Are you kidding me? Dude, it's Eddie putting together the three. <laughs> so, of course, Firebreaker Chip was going to be in there. And, of course, Van Hammer was. Dude, when we did our um, Who Should Be in the Hall of Fame video uh, podcast, right? he always does a uh, thumbnail or an image for our YouTube videos. Uh-huh. The thumbnail he chose was Van Hammer, and not one of us mentioned Van Hammer for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> He loves Van Hammer. I think his greatest joy in life from going back and watching early 90s WCW pay-per-views is watching Van Hammer matches. That's ridiculous. It really is, but he loves Van Hammer. That is absolutely ridiculous. And hilarious. All right, well, check out Drunk Wrestling History that drops every Friday. Also, we want you to listen to Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, and every single day, Ryan Buzz does trivia. Bud, Scott, roll call. Yes, going to throw it out to Jason Wolf as we do every week. Incredible artist. Go to his website, Doyle Draws. That's D-O-Y-L-E Draws.com, where you can get in touch with him to commission some artwork or check out the artwork he's already done and is selling. Or you can check out his chop shop with his custom Hasbro figures. He does a great job on them. I purchased Legion of Doom or Road Warriors set. And Jeff, I've got him in the little card cases. They sit in my entertainment center in my man cave or office. So I get to look at them every night when I'm watching TV. Love those figures. Check them out because you're going to love them too. DoyleDraws.com and Jeff, that rounds out roll call. So I do want to throw this out to you. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, there are custom Hasbro belt makers that make the AWA titles. Hmm. I'm just saying. Or the NWA titles. That was going to be my follow-up question. So if I were you, reach out to Rink Skirts. Nate, he's got the lead on all those. Okay. You have uh, tickled my fancy. Is that the taint area? <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be if you tickled my cockles. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, no, you've tickled my fancy on this one. Or the coccyx. Oh, yeah, don't ever bruise that. Yeah, that sucks. Oh, my yeah. God, that sucks. Anyways. Ruin your week. 
It's, oh, dude, tell me about it. So just saying, those belts. That would look pretty incredible on there because the card back that he made was NWA Road Warriors. Yep, exactly. So, so those figures would look badass in those card cases with some NWA tag titles hanging off their shoulders. Yep, I'm just saying, reach out to okay. Nate. Okay, okay, the wheels are turning, brother. Thank you. <laughs> so, Scott, for the St. Patrick's Day episode of 317, anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy, fig life since 2016, and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everyone for listening to episode 317, hashtag fig life. Go watch Jackass Forever. Adios. <laughs>